Aaron Carter. <laughs> the singer, Aaron Carter? Yes. yes. So get the fuck he out is of fighting here. Aaron Carter. Fighting celebrity boxing match. You got it. I don't know how me. the fuck that. Lamar Odom? Yes. Is he like 6'10? Six, six, yeah. Aaron Carter's about to get the business, bro. Bro, that reach. I'm not stepping into a ring with a crackhead. I'm sorry. Aaron Carter is a crackhead, too. Oh, that's true. Welcome to Off the Rip with your hosts that front like they know the most. We talking smack about whoever, whatever is currently on our minds. We ain't no experts, so don't get hurt if we say something that rubs you the wrong way. This is a place where ideas get thrown out and tossed around. If you can't take the heat, get up out the kitchen. We about to serve them up. It's Reem D, Mook and Shiz. It's Off the Rip. Nothing in common. Uh, nothing to say, nothing to comment. I can't stay comfortable to comment. Yo, 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 turn me over the headphones, guru. What's good? What's good? What's good, everybody? What's good? Shiz? Yo, what's good? I see you out here cross-country skiing. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to do white people shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. You get acclimated to the snow out there. Yeah? Hey, listen, man. Just trying and to- making bread and shit? Just trying, to, just trying to close the circles on my Apple Watch. You know what I mean? You trying to be just the next to, Martha Stewart. Trying to do what I, I got to do. <laughs> Fuck you. What's up, Reem? What's up, Reem? What up? What up? Trying to close the circles on the Apple Watch. I like that. Yeah, you just copy what I said. It's all right. It's cool, though. I think he was giving you credit. Yeah, so trying to oh, okay. My bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got my back up against the wall. He's right trying now. to uplift his fellow black brother, not put him down. You. I appreciate I you, my brother. You. I see you working in the you, last bro. couple of days of the updates. In the last couple of days of black history, bro. Huh? Damn. Sad that it's coming to an end. I know I'm Mook, not what's a... going on, Mook? Chilling, chilling. Black history yeah. month don't end. We just nah, I'm just I'm just saying for me, I know I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna get this love for Reem once you know March 1st hits. Nope. And shout out to Trevor. Happen. Trevor's here too. TP, Trevor's what it too. do, baby? Yo, so we at WandaVision, bro. WandaVision. What episode is this? Episode seven. Mm-hmm. What did y'all think? Give me y'all, give me y'all thoughts, highlights, highlights, and uh spoilers for the season up to episode seven and the Marvel Marvel Cinematic Universe. So just know that. I was excited. I mean Probably the biggest part is the the new villain reveal, but I was excited that we actually got to to figure out who Agnes is because I think every all of us have been saying, you know, who is this chick? Like she just seems odd and everything, and so they finally finally gave us a little bit of information, a big cliffhanger, but they gave us something to kind of get ready for, get excited about. So obviously, you know, that's got to be the biggest thing but for me. That was I've been waiting for that for a few episodes, so that that was the big one for me. Yo, Ooh, shout shit. out to shout out to um oh first D I got a bone to pick with you because I thought this was gonna be an hour long episode and it was only thirty eight minutes. They did say that this was supposed to be an hour. Um, the last three episodes were supposed to be hour episodes. They did say that. Yeah. So let me explain myself. Actually, okay. let me let me cop a plea real quick. Okay. So last episode I did say that there was gonna be three three hour three hour episodes to round out the series. That was incorrect, but that was reported from uh credible. Uh, outlets such as yeah. uh, Kevin Smith, uh, his podcast, The Fat Man on Batman, mm. which is a comic book podcast and a review podcast. And uh, he was reporting that it was going to be three, three hour episodes. And his thinking behind it or the logic behind it is that apparently it's known that the series is going to be a six hour runtime. And so people were just adding up the episodes and then putting together, well, there's only this much time left. Mm. So the new theory is that you know how we've been going through genres. Yep. Uh, and now we're pretty much in the present time. 
with this last episode, uh, which was doing the mockumentary style office, modern family, parks and rec, all that stuff, you know, it was. And so the next few episodes are going to be in the style of an MCU movie is what I've heard. Mm. So, which will be pretty cool. And that's pretty meta. Um, and and like, like we said, where we left off, I'm very excited to see what happens. I really hope we get at least one long episode. I think we have to, um, and it's going to be super exciting. But what what's what? That's my plea, and then I apologize for Mr. Strang nah, for misleading good. the people. It's all good, man. You know, I just uh, I had to get that off my chest. But overall, nah, I own that. I'll take that. I own that. I'll, overall, I'll I'm wrong. I just I love this episode. I feel like every episode builds off of the next. Um, and shout out to Monica though, because we we really saw her true powers come out too in this episode as well. Um, yeah, this is as much her origin story as yeah. it is Wanda's right. um, movie or Wanda's movie, Wanda's story. It is right. also uh, Monica Rambeau's Monica Rambeau's origin story. And yeah, I think she's doing a great job and she still scenes when she's in scenes. She can carry a show. Her, she can carry the team herself if she needs to. Mm. So who who was Agnes? Agnes was Agatha Harkness? Agatha Harkness. So okay. in the comics, Agatha Harkness is another... Uh, magic user she is neither good nor bad she only has her own values and she's one of those anti-hero characters you know pops in whenever it's can she only works when it's convenient for her so uh the question is how close to the comic book character is she gonna be and still what the heck is going on (laughs) right what's what's the plan because it also it seemed like they hinted that the kids were gone too right and i know we touched on it um, in earlier episodes too, like do whatever's controlling this environment, do they want the kids? Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and my, my next question was what's up with Darcy is Darcy. Does she understand, is she a part of the role or does she understand like what's going on? She understands what's going on because vision unlocked her. But from what I am getting is that because she's a human and vision is vision, Vision can move about freely because Vision can't be controlled by Wanda. But I feel mm-hmm. like everybody else in the uh, the bubble, <laughs> the NBA bubble, or the Hex, uh, everybody else in the Hex is subject to Wanda's will. Even even though she's awake, like she still has to wait for all that for all those uh, obstacles. But it seems like once Vision, you know, uh, unlocks somebody, they they have that that free will. They realize what's been going on. They're aware that they've been trapped. And they mm-hmm. can kind of freely do what they want. Wanda still seems to have some control over the area, as we saw when she was, you know, creating uh, at the stoplight. You know, had people coming to fix the light, had the the school kind of walking kids across, trying to slow them down. So she seems to somehow be aware of what they're doing around the hex and trying to slow them down. But she can't; she can no longer control them, like you said, because of, of Vision's power to kind of break that that trance or or whatever they're in. Um, and where they left her, she was she was still unlocked, right? Vision had left, and she was yeah. Still driving the Vision was also. like, "What am I doing here?" And he right, bounced. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, who knows? You know where what she where she got to before the episode ended. You know. But that is one thing I do like about the thirty to forty minute episode format is that it is very tight and and yeah. it has to move quickly. Yeah, and so. Uh, I, I appreciate the pacing of the show as well. One letdown for me, though, I thought... Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say quickly, I was thinking about that, too. Um, 
when me and my fiance were watching it and we were thinking the the episodes being so short she hates like uh you know cliffhangers and things like that but the episodes being so short there's no like dull time you know everything mm. has a meaning to it everything you're seeing is important at some point now or later and i think that's a nice change where you get those hour episodes and there's a lot of like filler and just kind of like pointless conversations and things so Great. like to your point d it is good that like the, everything that we're seeing in these episodes is is very much important and going to be used in future episodes and maybe even even future you know series uh, i thought forward. I thought one thing that I noticed about the TV show that doesn't get talked about enough, a lot is I think it's kind of bringing back, you know, giving, you know, people something to look forward to. Because mm. if you think about, you know, when we watch shows on Netflix and stuff, we can just binge watch a whole season. But now the way they have this format, it's back to like, remember when we were in like, you know, I'm trying to think of, you know, TV shows, like think about like the Jersey Shore or something like that. And the yeah. end of the episode, it's it had called appointment television. Exactly. So it's like every week you have to make sure that okay, I have to catch this episode. I need more. So I think that's one of the things that I think they're trying to see, like if this could still possibly work, because we really haven't had this in a while. Yeah, probably since Game of Thrones. Exactly, Game of Thrones like the last thing, and like obviously like you know other TV shows and things like that. But, but like it doesn't. Yeah, Walking Dead kicked a while ago. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? Like, you ask. it's starting to give. It's Bring that show is trash. Yeah, it's starting to give regular TV that that kick it needs. Yeah, you know what I really wished happened? Like, remember when Wanda was she was being interviewed, and the voice or whoever was interviewing her spoke back. Yeah, and she was just like, "You you shouldn't be talking to me" or something like that. I really wished in this episode that we figured out who that entity was. Like, there's something else there. And we're not seeing who's behind the camera. And I thought that it's was real creepy. It's real it was creepy. creepy, but I thought it was like an interesting point, too. It's just like, oh, shit, like she's not alone. And then we also it, we also revealed that, you know, like I was obviously Agnes is we knew something was up with Agnes, but we found that that was revealed this episode. But it was just it was just interesting to see that that's what got me hooked. I'm like, fuck, there's somebody there's something else there. At the end, they did show Agatha behind the camera, but the difference is the voice sounded male when you hear the voice Mm -hmm. the first time around, if I remember it correctly. And the fact that they're telling us that it was Agnes all along tells me that it's not Agnes all along or that there's someone else pulling the strings. Or at least that's that's what I think. I could be overthinking it. Sometimes it's as plain as day, you know? It still leaves room for there to be somebody else pulling the strings, you know? Yeah. Be in there. There still can somebody, there can still be somebody else. You know kind of in that realm and also if it if like agnes was revealed now like that would just like why have more episodes and stuff like that would just that just be a bad storyline because like now we know who's controlling this that you know what i mean and did y'all see the extra credit scene you see what happened yeah that you know that kind of threw me off they haven't been doing that this whole time right and that's what i mean by they're switching it to marvel cinematic universe style Okay. Yeah, mm. yeah. Because they threw in that little end cut scene. So um, yeah. they got Monica, who has her new powers. Uh, she can see the spectrum. I think her, her comic book name is either Spectrum or Photon. I don't know which one they're going to go with in the show. But you can kind of see they already got the basis for her uniform. It, uh, the sword astronaut suit she was wearing. Uh, it was very similar to what her comic book costume is in uh, in real life. Or in the comics, I don't know. I want to say in real life, 
But they showed the the ending scene, her looking for Agatha's, I guess, lair and uh, Quicksilver, or who we think is Quicksilver, who Wanda also told her kids, that's not that's not your uncle, uh, mm. catches catches Monica. And we see that her eyes go purple. So I think that means that she's under, she might be under Agatha's spell now. And so I, I, if her and Wanda throw down, I'd be excited to see that too. I thought they were going to go with, with a fight. Yeah, I thought there. they were going to throw down too. So yeah. Um, what do you guys give the episode uh, out of seven? Um, I would go with, uh, I don't remember what I did last time, but I would say a, a six for this week. Again, real solid episode. Happy with it. Excited to see what happens. Yeah, I'll stay in line with the six too as well. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 6.5. Another the 0.5 will go towards the fact that I thought it would be an hour long. But <laughs> yeah, my fault, my fault. No, it's all I, good, bro. I, I got to give it a – I'm giving it a five because I was let down. But but I thought there was going to be a reveal with the uh, people who came to help Monica. I thought that was going to be somebody, and that wasn't anybody. Mm. Or I don't know who it is yet. So I thought that was going to – they mentioned it so much, I thought more was going to come from it. But, but D, uh, real quick, um, when Monica was going through the, the hex and mm-hmm. the, the vehicle or whatever, like, did she know all along that she she could combat this thing? Or was that just kind of like – I want to know your take on that. Was that just kind of like within the spur of the moment? Like it just That was within the spur of the moment. That was just – you know, these superheroes have these moments where they're – like it's like, all right, I, I just have to do this. And it's not about their powers, it's about their will. Mm. And to me, that that was displaying that Monica was like, I know Wanda is in trouble and I need I'm, I might be the only one who can save her. So I'm going in there at all costs. Not just save her, but save the rest of the world. Yeah. Because who knows how powerful Wanda is. And so that was just to me, that was like, yo, if I die, I die. I'm going through this. And uh you see her getting torn apart and stuff, and then that just or her putting herself back together. And like it says, whenever you go through the bar- barrier, you're, it's changing your your molecules. Yeah. So she's been through three times now. Once she goes, she was pushed through with Wanda's magic. So who knows how powerful she is now too. Yeah, I think that was just a, a hero moment. Mm. You know, a birth of a hero. Yeah, no, I thought that was like a, that was dope. I was like, oh shit. She, she's the real deal. Monica the guy. But, <laughs> think so? I, I'm just saying, man. <laughs> when she took off that astronaut costume and started running, I'm like, okay, Monica, <laughs> I see you. That's that, funny. Whatever they doing over at Sword, that workout <laughs> regiment, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, also talking about queens, right? Talking about our black queens. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we have another instance of a rapper trying to police women's bodies Mm. i for the life of me do not understand how these rappers who have contributed to a culture of misogyny and a culture of disrespecting women in in quote unquote passing them around come out and then judge these women for living their lives turn into pastors you know what i'm saying so recently uh boosie badass uh, found himself at the center of backlash once again because he felt the need to share his thoughts on Lori Harvey's dating history. Lori Harvey, uh, Steve Harvey's, I believe, stepdaughter, of uh, famously beautiful and famously has uh, dated really 
I would say relevant men in the culture. And uh, last one being uh, Future, but you know, Trey songs. But right now, currently, she's with uh, Michael. Oh, she was with Trey for a little bit, yeah. Oh, shit. she was with she was with Diddy's son, and then she was with Diddy. Yeah. What, yep, well, well, which one? Uh, what's the oldest one? King is the, the one, one that played at UC. Is it the one that played at UCLA? I don't remember. And then she was with Future. Mm-hmm. And then she was with Diddy. Nah, she was with Diddy's son first, and then then with, Di- with Diddy. Diddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. And like I said, now currently she's with Michael B. Jordan. She was mm-hmm. also mentioned in a Meek Mill song. I don't know if I got Lori Harvey on my wish list. Yeah, I don't know if that anything came of that, but I mean, it's worth knowing that. You know, Meek shot a shot. Allegedly. No, that's not allegedly. It's all wax. It's <laughs> all wax. <laughs> so, uh, Boosie was sitting down on Vlad TV, and he was basically saying that it's cool if you want your daughter doing all that, but he can't say that. And he, he thinks there's something wrong with everybody who salute the women who get, quote, unquote, passed around but then dog the women who stick by the man uh, in that the real women, and, and I'm, I'm quoting him, but I'm changing the language a little bit. The real women um, don't get saluted for sticking by the man and that it's messed up. And uh, actually I can play you a clip. I wake up to all these lower Harvard fans on my ass. How about I'm hating on Lord. What I want, what I want to hate on Lord for. I just said y'all got it fucked up saying that's goals. If you saying that's goals, that means you want your daughter to fuck seven or eight, nine niggas in a couple months in the industry. If that's goals, if that's cool with you for your daughter doing that, then I can't say shit. But what's wrong with y'all motherfuckers is. Y'all salute the woman who get passed around. But y'all dog the woman who stick by they nigga when they nigga fuck over. Y'all dog the real bitches who stick by they nigga. You heard me? But y'all salute the bitches who go from hand to hand. The world fucked up. But the woman who stick by her nigga, find her one nigga, find her one celebrity and stick by that nigga, she's stupid. Yeah, that was Boozy doubled down on the comments again that he made on Vlad TV. Vlad is problematic on his own. That's a whole nother, uh, that's a whole nother beast. Niggas, niggas go to jail over a Vlad interview. Yeah, he, uh, he, I have he, a, he I have a, I'll, I'll pick a, I'll pick a bone with Vlad on another episode of podcast. But I've had, I, I enjoy some of his interviews, but a lot of times I feel like he's making money off of exploiting people and i just don't like the way he goes about it yeah it's very culture vulture oh you say he like the he like the modern day jerry springer yes that's exactly who he is Mm. he's like uh hip-hop's jerry springer like to get back to to get back to boozy and laurie harvey uh again boozy said on black tv i think we need to stop giving the women the power with situations like this he suggested that male bachelors get plenty of criticism but it's not the same for women that we started, we got to start giving the bachelors, the men who are running through beautiful women like this, the credit, who are not housing her and who are just running through her. So, so when I when I heard all of this and then kind of listened to some of the interview, the two things that popped up for me 
is one, Boozy continues to find his way into news. And I'm wondering if he's starting to just be okay saying things like this because it gets his name out there. Mm. And when your name is out there, people are going to wonder who you are and your music is going to be found and that's money for him. So the first thing I thought was maybe he's just saying this stuff, one, because he doesn't care, but also because he wants his name to be out there. The second thing I thought, and this is not to excuse his behavior, but to explain it, is how long was he in jail for? This isn't jail since we were like middle school. I want to say it was a long time. I'm going to go like, I'm going to guess maybe 10 years. Had to be close to that, yeah. Um, And so maybe, again, not excusing it, but explaining it, maybe he's still very much stuck in this um, thought, D, like you said, where older rappers, very misogynistic, they had this view about women and, and that was it. That was all we really heard about. And maybe that's where he's kind of getting these comments that he thinks he can still stay, say stuff like this and nobody's really going to care or have anything to say. Um, I don't know. I always find that interesting that people say that stuff knowing the backlash is coming. You know, he's been out long enough to understand you know, what social <clears throat> media is like now, what people are going to say. Um, but th- those are the two things that kind of stuck out to me. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he should know better too, because he got tightened up on Mike Tyson's podcast for talking crazy, right? That was when he made a comment about about gay people. Yeah, I mean, he made some words. Yeah, Yeah. talking about how to raise some other man's kid, like you know what I mean, like certain situations like that. It's just, (laughs) it might just be a, you know, how do I stay relevant? How do I like to your point, Kareem? Like, how do I say some outlandish shit just to like gain traction? Because like he knows, like whether if it's good or bad feedback the fact that people are talking about Lil Boosie is gonna pop regardless you know what I mean like it might I be think- like a it might be like a clout chasing situation and I think he, he was locked up from 2009 to 2014 that's a long ass time for a celebrity that that don't we can't excuse that bro I, I think I, I can't we can't Fucking hey, hey, I'm gonna keep it. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just, I'm gonna keep it. I'm not not excusing it, but I'm just saying, like, you can't excuse that because he might actually believe this shit. He, he does. I'm telling you, I'm telling he, I'm telling he, he's not doing this for publicity. No, this is honestly his true beliefs. You can just tell, like, sometimes you can tell when people say stuff for publicity, Boozy's not that kind of person because Boozy's not out here promoting an album or anything like that or if he's in a movie or something like that. This is honestly his God-on truth to himself. This is what he believes in and how he feels. Like, I had a conversation. I was talking to you guys a little earlier today. That's his, that's his values. That's exactly how he feels. Boozy's going to tell you exactly how he feels, no matter what the backlash could be from it. We've already seen him do it before. So it's not like this is anything new that he's he's said something crazy like this before because he's already done this before. That's just what he believes in. Yeah, the, the point is that that we got to be responsible. We When I say we, men, have to hold each other accountable for the way that we talk about women mm-hmm. uh, and for the way we treat our women. And we let me say this loud and clear we do not possess women's bodies right that's his daughter you don't own her facts right we don't police we cannot police women's bodies and the double standard that is just screaming from this statement is wild to me that he wants to give men more credit for running through women instead of women saying that's goals because she just because she's had multiple successful and 
as he said, industry partners. He said, why are we champion? He pretty much said, why are we champion Lori Harvey for her her background with guys and we're not champion guys for the same thing? That's what he's basically saying. Right. But we do. What do you call Leonardo DiCaprio? What do we say about Derek Jeter? Like Mm -hmm. all these dudes who are prolific model daters just running through women. Like they get praised for the way that they move. But hey, now Ashton we want to talk about. Doing his thing too. Yeah, and who can? And then, and then it gets to the point about body count. Like, yo, you can't be counting people's bodies like that. Right. If that's the case, that's the case. That's what she wants to do. If she, she's being healthy and safe, she's being healthy and safe. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, there's no problem with what she, with what she does with whoever. Or there shouldn't be a problem. And then there's the fact that you talk about another man's daughter. Right. And it's just like, what? Why? Why is this even being brought up? But I mean, I guess I'd have to listen to the interview to hear the context of it. But it just—it's all like you very much went out of your way to comment on this, and you didn't need to. And again, I, I say why it's troubling to me, Kareem, is because of the pattern again of these old rappers that are all—you know—we heard it from Ti, we heard it from Snoop Dogg, mm-hmm. now we're hearing it from Boozy. It's just like read the room, fellas. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of a, a lack of awareness on their part in that they recognize that they are important pieces in music history, yet when they want to comment on, on current, current, you know. Uh, not just, no, my point is not just important pieces of music. You contributed to a culture of right. disrespecting women. You right. active, well, actively contributed to that culture. Right. Now you want to come around and say, nah, women can't do that. In terms of music, their history is is undoubted. And then, as you said, you know what they've done in that history is contribute to the point where we're at, where we have to challenge comments like this because we're so used to hearing that that's okay. Mm-hmm. We're so used to hearing rappers talk about you know money, sex, drugs, you know, and that being the norm that it doesn't even phase anybody anymore. Um, and so you hear a comment like this, and it it does kind of stand out because we are trying to shift that. We are trying to change those. But to your point. The rappers that are making these comments, they they're not thinking about what they've been doing in the past. They're just trying to think on, you know, right now, this is how I'm, this is how I'm feeling. This is what my thoughts are and not realizing, hey, I can't just say that and then ignore my whole 15 year music career history where I'm saying this, this and this. Right. Like they're, they're trying to, you know, ignore that part of their their lives, but just kind of talk about where they're currently at. And I can understand that. But. Again, have some awareness. Recognize that if you say that, people are going to say, well, what about this song where you said this? What about this interview where you did this? You know, like just be prepared for what that's going to bring. And I think he reported too. He was like, yo, I said what I said. Like he continues to double down on like what he said. So like it falls into like that whole like, I don't know, like ageism. Like (laughs) the fact that he specified you don't want your daughter to run through. What about your son? Your your son runs through seven or eight ladies in the industry right yeah very skewed view of it i mean we've talked about i feel like a couple rappers at this point making comments uh and it just never ends well for them so we'll see what happens with boozy yeah we need to get a lady's point of view on this we're again for four men speaking about women so that's that and we gotta look at it from the way you know vlad like it's just like when you really listen to his interviews it's like this motherfucker won't let like he won't let shit go like he'll continue <laughs> to fish with like questions and stuff to get you to like to gear people towards a certain thing like not excusing anything that boozy said but like vlad is known for doing shit like that Insane. that's why i don't fuck with vlad 
yeah, Vlad. Like like Mook said, we could do a whole podcast on the, the yeah. I've I've I issues I've, of Vlad. Vlad Vlad does his job at exploit exploiting black figures, and I'm I'm just not cool. Some of his interviews, I'll, I'll give him a listen to because you know sometimes depending on what the situation is, sometimes it's some actual valuable information and stuff like that. But especially when he a lot of times when he does like the young rappers and stuff like that, he's just trying to exploit them for whatever. Trying to get them in trouble and shit like that. So I don't, I don't really fuck with Vlad. So uh, in other news, moving towards uh, other two other moguls in the industry, <clears throat> two other giants in the industry. Ah, <sighs> Rashawn, can you sing "End of the Road" for me? Oh no, we Come on, let's get the harmony. <laughs> no plan. There you go. <laughs> it's been a long seven years. That's it. Alas. It is the last marriage. But that's Kim it. Kardashian West has filed for divorce. Man, is love real? Can there be such thing as true love? Yo, you talking to you talking to three dudes who are engaged right now, bro. So I, you know what I mean. I'm just saying, if Kim and Kanye can't make it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Hey, listen, I had to, I had to, I had to put that in there. If Kim us. and Kanye can't make it, is there hope for any of us? <laughs> I say that I, like with, I say that tongue in cheek, Rashawn. I was being sarcastic. I was saying I think that's a bad example. <laughs> <laughs> a horrible example. I was being very sarcastic. Sorry if that didn't translate. Nah, that's all good, bro. But yeah, man. So Kim, another another lady uh who has had very famous partners and famous and public uh what would you like to call them? Relationships? Yeah. 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 Uh, she she is going she's going uh back on the market and so is kanye what do you what do you guys think of this what do you see from this you think we're gonna get some good music uh, <laughs> kanye's kanye's at this point where kanye's at this point he's dead to me musically i'm sorry i can't listen to this kanye shit no more no I haven't liked the Kanye album since what's the um Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, yeah, he's not that bad. No, he's not. Kanye's about to drop no, 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 some the crazy. Album, yeah. the album, no, yeah. no, no, I'm just, I'm just saying Kanye's about to drop some crazy shit, bro. All right, we'll see. Like, Kanye hasn't since the life of Pablo, I don't think Kanye's music's been that great. I, I weirdly, I, I weirdly I weirdly think that like he was under some sort of contract that he couldn't really say some shit with the Kardashians, but now that that contract is up, this nigga about to just he's about to give us some lie. heat. <laughs> he about to give us some heat, bro. You think he's gonna give us eight oh eights and heartbreaks again? Because I guarantee he will not. See, your issue with that mook is he might give us a part two. It's nope. you're expecting somebody to be able to do that again, which is just kind of ridiculous mm. to ask, even for the person that created it. I think. You know what Jay Z said? You want my old shit? Buy my old album. Yeah, so I guess I'll stick to it. At least Jay Z can still make a a good album. Like I don't know if Kanye can has a good album in him. I guess the we'll see. is in Wyoming, bro. Like, and what does that mean for us? I don't know. He doing something down there. Yeah, he's working on getting getting, getting what. His, Getting his gap deal going, like a new Waco, <laughs> Texas down there, some shit, some cult yeah, shit. His own, <laughs> his own cult down there and shit. So, do you think any um, uh, you think we're gonna see an uptick in NBA player stats? Stop, stop. Yo, come on now, I can't even. <laughs> yeah. 
But I bet you, I bet you, Kim's her DMs are flooded right now, bro. I don't know. At this point, it might be. I don't think she's Kylie and Kendall, you know, running through the NBA. Yeah, they're they're doing the numbers in the NBA now. They they be the ones that connect with at this point. <laughs> they average more points than uh, average more points than Brad Wanamaker. <laughs> Yo, chill out. <laughs> that debunk <laughs> Blake. <laughs> oh man, so, but this is also interesting. Oh, and I I do want to note that Kim and Kanye, or at least in the report that I read, it said that it's an amicable divorce, and they plan on co-parenting, and both of them are happy. So. Okay. As long as everybody's happy, everybody's safe, you know, the kids are good. Cause that's really what, what, uh, you know, th- that's where the impact is going to be, you know, making sure that the kids are all right. The kids are innocent in this situation. Yeah. So I'm glad that they're both happy. And, and, and I hope, you know, Kanye has been very, had some public displays of, um, I don't want to label it as anything, but he just had some, some public displays let's just say that yeah and chris so I, chris I was this like, allows this chris allows him to get the help he needs if he needs that or this is the break he needs that chris uh, jenner was like yeah we need to throw this nigga overboard <laughs> like he's bad for the family he's holding us down <laughs> at this point <laughs> thank you for your services but we moving on ending, um um the cadet like uh up with show? yeah isn't that show ending too i think there it's ending because they're gonna move it to a streaming service i think so it's gonna be a different. It's gonna be the same show, but a different show, just not on E. Okay. Oh, I could be wrong though. I was wrong about the three episode hour thing. So yeah, you were. Interesting. Interesting. I do want to go talk about All Stars now, but let's let's talk about let's take our time to recognize uh, the what's going on in Texas. Uh, there's been uh, rolling power outages down there. They have not been able to handle the the cold and the snow and the towns have been without power and water for a few days now. Uh, 21,245 without power, according to the power U- poweroutage.us. This is developing into uh, not just a humanitarian situation, but it's also very politically charged. Uh, there's a lot going on uh, between how how this was allowed to happen and then the response that it's getting and then the way that the the politicians are trying to uh, clean it up. And actually, I do have word from Bun B, a famous, famous, famous Houston rapper of UGK. Uh, he's turned into uh, much of a leader of the people and he's he's been a spoke, uh, unappointed spokesperson uh, for Houston. And um, just wanted to share some of his words uh, with the audience and just hear from him himself what the situation is like going down there. And even in small towns around Texas. What's going on, everybody? All right, so I'm in Houston, Texas. As you can see, I have power in my house. Um, but 56% of the people in the city don't have power. I don't have running water in my house. There's a, a growing number of people in Houston. I think it was maybe a third of people, but now I think it's starting to grow. And even in small towns around Texas, like Baytown and Port Arthur, they've shut the water off completely so that their water system does not get destroyed right now. 
Texas does not have the infrastructure to deal with something like this. Never anticipated. And so that's why you have so many people with freezing pipes because the majority of people in Houston do not have insulated pipes because they were necessarily not in need. Um, let's talk energy. Let's talk about this 56% of people in Houston that don't have energy right now. It's because Texas is the only state in the United States in the 48 continental United States that isn't connected to the federal um, supply of energy. Why is that? Because Texas broke away from it, privatized it, monetized it for their own purposes, and, and now the residents in Texas are suffering. People in Houston, people in Baytown, Conroe, Willis, people in Dallas, Austin, San Antonio, and all these little small towns in between. I don't know if the news is really talking about this on the national level, but people are dying here. They just asked for a refrigerated truck in Galveston County to help store bodies. They have more than 20 bodies that they need to store right now. People are dying from carbon monoxide in their homes right now. I can't even tell you how many thousands of people in Houston are choosing to have to, have, well, they not choose, they have no choice. They're sleeping in their cars outside to try to keep them and their families warm. People that's in their house with multiple hoodies and coats and stuff. And keep in mind, this is Houston, Texas. So a lot of these people with coats, they don't have North Face. They don't have Columbia jackets. They don't have insulated coats. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to let everybody know about what's really going on out here. And that video goes on for a few more minutes. You can find that on Bunby's Instagram. Um, yeah, and it's being reported that 14.1 million are having problems with water. And that's from MSN.com. Yeah, when the story broke initially, man, I was just kind of like, and this is what I want to apologize. Like, you know, they got snow and the power was out. I'm like, man, y'all are tripping. Like that's that was my initial without even like really reading into it, but like I didn't I didn't know that they were like on a completely different grid. And then when you start to pull away, like oh this this really turned into like a political thing. And then you see on Facebook that Ted Cruz, who is a he's a, a he's a senator, right? Republican, he's I believe. Senator. Uh, yes, re yes, Republican. Republican, he was a right? Presidential candidate from. The okay, and then his ass flies to Cancun with his family in order to pretty much escape all of the disasters that are going on in the state that he's supposed to be representing. Crazy. Not just does he like. Here's my problem with Ted Cruz. Yeah. If you wanted to get your family out of there because you're able to get your family out of there, you have the means. I understand that. Do it. Own up to it. Right. Don't don't try to make it sound like, oh, uh, I my daughter wanted to go on a trip, so I, I just I flew my daughter down there, then I flew back immediately. It's like no, you flew back because you was getting a whole bunch of flack because uh, people saw that you bounced. And then there's people pointing out the irony of, oh, so there was desirable unconditions in your in your uh, home, so you went across the border. Right. Funny how that works. And, indeed. <laughs> this, this is like the overall theme of the podcast, right? Like accountability, right? Yep. Like with Boosie, like, you know, you're going to get some flack for the shit that you say, like, take credit for it. You, bring, you blame it on your, your daughter? And you got the type of money like that. If you want to be incognito, fly private, motherfucker. Like, you want to, on a commercial airline, flying to Cancun. Like people aren't gonna notice you. 
Yeah, I mean, that's what frustrates me is that he, you know, he allowed it to kind of fall on his daughters. His daughters wanted to take a, a whimsy trip to Texas or to Cancun all of a sudden. And so he just said, yeah, let's go while there's this crisis going on. Um, and like you said, D, it seems like he came back because of, you know, the backlash he was getting. Um, while you have other senators and other people uh, across the country doing more for his state than he was at the time. You know, later I saw some pictures of him helping out at some food banks and doing some things, but that was only after, you know, he got all this backlash and after, you know, many, many other celebrities and other senators and public officials were out there trying to do things to to support uh, the people most affected. And it just, again, it goes back to politics, but it's just frustrating to see the lack of um, care that some of these senators have. Like you would think that somebody would tell him, hey, you know, there's a crisis in Texas. It's not it's not good optics to go on vacation right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he still finds a way to to do that and then try and turn around like it's not that big of a deal. And that's always the thing for me is like the cover ups and, you know, uh, not even cover ups, but just like changing the story. Just be honest. Just be no, straight no, up with what you're it doing. It was a cover up, Kareem, because uh, more and more text came out and showed how it was being planned with his wife and, and mm-hmm. other families. Not not the daughters being like, yo, let's go on a trip. You know, this was calculated, a calculated move. I believe there was other text messages between um Ted and some and uh, another person about how it looks that he left and whatnot as well. Mm. And so he has come back and he has been quoted saying obviously going to Cancun was a mistake, but it's like too late, a dollar a dollar late and a dollar short. But just back to the situation in Texas, um, and not just talk about Ted Cruz, but also it's a problem because the Republicans are blaming renewable energy for the reason why, for the reason why uh, the power outages are happening in the first place, saying that the windmills and the 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 windmills froze over and and stuff like that, and that the renewable energy or the renewable uh, energy sources that the Democrats want it's not going to work and all this stuff like that. But in reality, it's because Texas, like Bunby said, doesn't rely on the federal grid of um, that. All the other States do. And they rely on their own, which allows them to circumvent the regulations that the federal has like insulating their pipes. This is how this happened. And again, this is just, it's another story of greed. And now it's affecting lots and lots of people. And apparently there's more talks going on um, about how some Texans might be willing to stay without power even longer if it means thwarting the Democrats from getting from from regulating their grid. Crazy. I think I saw something else, too, that like people are getting just like insane, like electrical bills now, too. I mean, that goes back to the fact that the, it's not regulated, so they're allowed to increase the price right. of, uh, of gas or of electric, you know, at, at, at any point. And that's a whole other issue. It is just like the corruption. fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah. Companies taking advantage of people that don't have running water and heat saying, now nah, we're, we're going to, you know, hike up that, that monthly bill a little bit. Yeah. And again, listen to the Bumby's words again, just put it in perspective. Like, man, they don't have <laughs> North Faces. They don't have Columbia Jackets. Like... They couldn't even get that stuff if they wanted to, to keep themselves warm. And it's just sad, you know, people dying of carbon monoxide poisoning because the pipes, the, the exhaust pipe gets uh, clogged oh, up. Clogged up, yeah. 
So it's, it's nuts. It's wild. Can't believe it's 2021. This is happening. Seems like a situation that could have been avoidable. Yeah. Are there uh, any uh, relief funds or, or anything that are going out that way, D? Uh, something? Yeah. No, I was I was gonna say that. Um, it seems like Texas is always the place that gets hit the worst with a lot of these um, uncontrollable things. Like I remember a couple of years ago when the the flooding had happened there for the um, rainstorm. Cause I remember guys like JJ Watt, I think Travis Scott, they were all in, um, you know, raising money and trying to get, you know, you know, help out there. Cause I want to say even I had seen something about John Wall was out there um, doing as much as he can to help those people out there. So the, a lot of the professional athletes out there doing their part and trying to help as much as possible, obviously, um, you know, there's places that you can donate, um, I don't know if we can, there's a way we can like tag it in our next video or something like that and put in the link or uh, the bio or something like that just to show, you know, support so that, you know, for our listeners that um, could possibly, you know, give, you know, what they can to help these people down there to um, cope with uh, what's going on. Yeah, man. Shout out to Salvation Army Texas, the American Red Cross, who are providing shelters um, for these people. Um, in Texas, they're accepting donations. So anything, if you, like my dad says, if you can't give a whole lot, give a whole little. Mm, far, keep that. Respect, respect. Oh. Yeah. Uh, one of the, you know, political figures that I've seen that has been very active is uh, the New York representative, Alexandra um, Ocasio-Cortez. AOC. That's her name right, AOC, yep. So she she's dope. Yo, see, if, hold if on y'all a not following her now, go, go give her a follow. I'm gonna give her a shout out. I'm gonna go give her a follow on IG. IG. Please go follow yeah. her on Twitter. You know she'd be doing a lot for her community in New York, but she also does a lot for the country. She a hustler, homie. She be doing it. So I saw she put something together or, or had support. You know, got people to put something together. Um, and she's got a donation uh, that's going towards uh, Texas families as well. I think it's through uh, ActBlue.com. So if you mm-hmm. search up AOC with ActBlue. You should be able to find the support uh, Texas uh, fund. Um, the link will be in the bio too. Mm-hmm. If you're able to help out, you know, help out, do what you can. Shout out to AOC, yo! Shout out to AOC. AOC, yo, she's dope, man. You know, people need to recognize there there are some good politicians out there. There are some people that are working for for the people. It's not just there. There's a lot of good ones out there, but uh, you know, there are some some people doing some good for sure. All right. We can transition to uh, our all-star starters. Move, you want you want to uh, open us up on this topic? Pause. Uh, so uh, last Thursday on TNT, as they do most years, uh, the NBA released their starting lineups for the NBA All-Star game. Um, this year's NBA All-Star starters will feature uh, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, LeBron James. Kawhi Leonard and um, Nikola Jokic from the Western Conference. In the Eastern Conference, we've got Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Um, we've got uh, Bradley Beal, uh, Joel Embiid, and Giannis. So um, James Harden, I mean, not James Harden, Kevin Durant and and LeBron are the two leading vote getters. So they'll be drafting their squads. I'm not sure exactly when that'll take place but um obviously the rock the rest of the roster has to be filled 
Um, I believe by this Thursday, I think that releases, if I'm not mistaken. This is voted on by the players and coaches. So be interesting to see uh, who you guys, if we can go around, maybe just give, maybe, what do you want to go like? Want to give a full list of, full list of, uh, oh, March 4th is the draft, 8 p.m. Um, but if we want to go around, give our list of, you know, who we think, uh, we can start with the Eastern Conference. If you want to give our seven guys that uh, we think that should be All-Stars this year. Even just a few names that, that need to be on that list, if not starters, even just a few. Yeah, starts off, Reem. So I got you. So I'll, I'll start with the West. Um, I mean, I, I got to go PG in there. PG's been having a crazy year, so I got to give this man respect. He, he needs to be an all-star. I imagine he will be uh, in, for the bench, but I, I think PG's got to be there for front court. And then BI, baby. Yeah, BI's got to make it. God. Those are my other two. BI over Zion? Guys. Yeah, B.I. over Zion. This is a Zion. Yo, what? Zion? Zion was a... I'm not going to get into Zion right now. Yes, B.I. over Zion. And then my my backcourt that I'd like to see in there. Um, I was kind of upset Dame wasn't the starter. So Dame needs to be in there. And then uh, I want to see Ja get in there too. That's just Where, where's Steph at? Personal. Steph He's starting. Okay. So I would, I would have Dame and Ja in there too. Um, but obviously, there's there's a lot of PGs in the West that have been killing it. Shout out to Donovan. Shout out to Dev. But uh, those would be my couple for for the West. I'll give you four for the West. I'd like to see in there. Okay. For me, I probably for me, I probably for the West, I probably do uh, Dev, um, Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Probably do Jaw. I don't know. I, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't know. Jaw has had a Lots great, huh? Jaw has had so a great season, right? Very, very good amount of. Yeah, he's had a good season. John's been uh, cooking, bro. What you mean? I don't know. I tell you, he has, he's had a good season. What are you oh, talking yeah, about? He has, he has been cooking. But what do you think I about? You're all questioning. What do, what do you think man. about? What do you think, Cat? Nah. Would you put Cat in there, bro? Cat's nah. missed so many games. Yeah, he's missed mad games, and that team is seven so. and twenty-three. There's no way they should have an all-star. Yeah, I, I can't see it happening. How come uh, Bradley? I'll, I'll read you the okay, list real and, quick of um. The Bradley's getting a thirty ball. From from and that's what I'm saying. From my east, I put I put Bradley up there. Well, he's a starter. Bradley starter. Oh, is he a starter? Yeah. Okay, my bad, mom. Sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. Um, where's Trey Young at? I noticed Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons ain't up there. Yeah, he'll he'll be an all star. Let me let me help you out. Let me help you out. But what about Jimmy Butler and um? Jimmy Jimmy Butler's no regular Mm. shit this year. No, 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 (laughs) no, no. Absolutely yeah. not. Jimmy Butler and the Heat are terrible. Time, yo. He's yo. just missed time. All these dudes. I forgot to add my Western Conference. Okay. Somebody who nobody's mentioned yet that definitely deserves to be an all-star this year is Aaron Rudy Fox. Gobert. Oh. Nah. nah, Rudy Gobert has to be an all-star this year. They're the best team in the NBA right now. They're 24 and 6 right now. So mm. him and Donovan Mitchell, I believe, should be on the all-star game. Chris Paul has to be on the all-star game. They're the, what, three-seed in the West right now? That out. team is absolutely going crazy right now. Yeah. Obviously, Dame's got to be on this all-star team. He just Another... moved up on the um yeah, he's in the MVP... list, right? Yeah. 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 And another person I think is a, a slept-on all-star this year that might not make it, but because of how good the team is this year, I think he should get some consideration. DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan's been playing his ass off this year in the fifth seed in the sixth seed in the West right now. 16 and 11 right now. Mm. So, DeMar, you said he, DeMar, I don't like it. Damn, <laughs> yo, don't hate him, DeMar, bro. That was funny. 
though. I mean, I love I love um, De'Aaron Fox, but it's just too cluttered because obviously Devin Booker has to get some consideration. Obviously, mm. Paul George is clearly an all-star. So it's probably going to be really tough. Like Personally, I don't think that Brandon Ingram should be an all-star. I just named you like six guys that are doing much more than – than, than him and yeah, Kareem, can you walk what, us what through sucks that? for you, what Luke, is that, that they they prioritize front court. So you know what? Shut up. All right. You can only <laughs> nah, get so many guards in there. Right? Us, us through that shit we right talking now. front why, court players. Why, why Brandon? Right? Why Brandon Ingram? Is he better like than PG? I like the game, bro. Because is I he better than PG though? No, he's not. PG is he better go than above. Gobert? I mean, I would take him over Gobert in an All Star game. What? But we're talking about who's 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 on a better team. Who's playing better right now? Gobert, who's leading the league, who's has the Jazz as the best defense in the I NBA. I still say Zion's playing better than B.I. Gross. That's so gross. That tells me you're not even watching the games. That's what that tells me. <laughs> did he have two? How many, how many games did he just have? He just, he just did something uh, only – he had a stat, like only him, Shaq, and somebody else. I forget what it was. It's like the amount of points scored in the first 25. You know why Kareem like B.I.? Yeah. Yeah. You know why Kareem like B.I., right? Like... You know why like him, right? Tell me. Please tell me. Because Kareem, Kareem's on that that uh, what's that? My career mode shit in two K. He, he with the Pelicans right now. That's why because he's feeding you the ball. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's helping him get he's to the All Star game. Helping him get to two time champion <laughs> Brandon Ingram. He's like I'm mentioning you on the pod. Yeah, shout out. Let's take it to the East. I got you for the East. Okay. Get it. All right, Juice. Don't say Derek, Juice Randall. Don't say it. Yeah. What did he drop a forty-four piece a couple nights ago? Don't say Derek Rose. Man. Don't say Derek Rose. Man. Why would I say Derek? Don't Rose? say oh, if you right. mention anybody that plays for the for Detroit Pistons. Because <laughs> I do we'll end I the conversation. Why would I ever say Derek Rose? The only person I would say is Grant. And not, oh my god, even they're not even hey, Jer- Jeremy Grant's on here. Jeremy Grant's on. He here. should be on there. He's balling. What? He's what? Rec- we don't have the record, but he's balling. He said we don't have the record. You heard that, right? Tatum. Jerry and Grant. Tatum's been out. Tatum's been out. Who cares? He's still an all-star. Bam. Jalen Brown, Jerry Brown, Grant. Jalen Brown. Bam is an all-star. Jalen Brown should be on there. Yep. So this, yeah. Yo, yo, listen, James listen, listen, Harden, listen, listen, listen. This yep. is the rest of the list for the front court right here. After Kevin, Giannis, and Joel, you got Jason, Jimmy, yep. Bam yep. Adebayo, Julius, DeMontis, Jeremy Grant, and Gordon Hayward. That's, that's, that's the 10 right now that's currently got enough votes. To be considered fuck, for starters. Uh, Gordon Haywood, honestly. Now, Gordon Haywood, Res- nah, respectfully, like, fuck him. Flaming in, 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 in I know he's been he's balling respectfully, out. Respectfully, like, him, like, him, him and Terry Rozier have been getting. And the Southern's over here. That's what I'm saying. Please, please put respect on the name. I said 500. Celtics looking at their team balling over at Charlotte. Yeah, we're still a five seed in Charlotte. All right, Zach Levine needs to get some play. Yes, yes. Talking about basketball, you immature son of a gun. Zach Levine, Trey Young, and uh, obviously James Harden. Yo, where's 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 Chicago at right now in the rankings? Uh, They're a nine seed right now. He needs to get out of Chicago. That's the one I'm saying. Isn't he having issues with their coach too? Like they've been having issues. Who is their coach? No bullshit. Who is that head coach right now? Like, I honestly don't even know. Nobody knows who's on that team, bro. Except for that. What's that kid's name from North Carolina? Oh, Kobe White. You supposed to be a Duke fan? 
Yeah, I'm a Duke fan, not a UNC You know Wendell Carter is on that Yeah, exactly, exactly, Mookie. No, fuck, no, 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 you know? I'm surprised Russ is on this list. I think that's just because he's Russ. What is he on the list for? He's he's above Ben Simmons, Fred. He ben better not make this all-star game. I swear to God. He, he no, actually he him, Kevin Garnett, and Blake Griffin. I've watched age like ten years in one year. I feel like. bro. Oh, they age like spoiled. They age like milk outside in the summer. Age like all white people. You said like what? They age like middle aged white women. <laughs> oh not, shit! Billy Donovan's the coach. That's crazy. I did not know that. <laughs> Yo, Billy Donovan's the coach of the Bulls. Thank you, thank you for that one. Because I had no I idea. Say, I was gonna say Fred Hoiberg, but that was like that's not right. Yeah. yeah. Shit! I was about to say Phil Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody coaching. <laughs> They're probably doing a better job than whatever Steve Nash is doing. Steve Nash just sits there. Vinny Del Negro back with the Bulls. What does Steve Nash need to do? He has James exactly. Harden, That's exactly Kyrie my point. Kevin oh, you said like Steve Nash was like Steve Kerr, like when it was winning shit. Yeah. Now when Steve Kerr got a yo, Mike Brown came on and is somehow on Coach of the Year for that team, <laughs> right? Yeah, Mike Brown looked competent as an assistant. I was he like, said, bro, like this wasn't said, the same dude coaching LeBron. Lane. Yo, they got Lou Walton to stay in Sacramento because of that. Yo, come on. Bro, they were saving careers. Lionel Hollins, I'm pretty sure, is back in the NBA because of coaching with the Warriors. Yo, but that's like a that's a conversation for another day. But like, yo, once you're in that system, like you'll always have a job. Yeah. Like Luke Walton, Except unless your like, name's unless your name's Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody got jobs, but yo. <laughs> they giving anybody yo, the job. Wait, in wait, New wait. York. Bef- <laughs> but before Mark left, did he? He didn't get a ship. Huh? Derek Fisher had a, a job more recently nah. than Mark Jackson. Mark didn't get a ship, huh? That's he left crazy. right before the Warriors really. Took yo, off. I'd be so tight, they went bro. Nuts after he left, they were like. <laughs> That's because he was out here trying to have Steph post up and shit. It's it's all his great drafting, though. He drafted those players. He just didn't know how to use them in the right position. Like he wasn't playing Draymond Green. No, it was he wasn't putting. No, No, it was what he said is what got his ass fired. Yeah, but he also didn't. If he was doing a good job, he was doing a good job. Talk about the gays in San Francisco. That's just not gonna work out for you. Oh, so you said he was walking around? He was losing in the first round. (laughs) What'd you say, Rashawn? What'd you say? Man, yeah. <laughs> said he was walking around Oracle with the holy water. Yeah, I'm just saying, out of all the places to be homophobic, San Francisco Thanks. is not a good one. Nowhere is a great one, but San Francisco definitely not. Yeah, he he would tell you his religious beliefs is the reason his the narrative is messed up and why he got fired. Other people would say that he said some wild shit about gay people, but I don't know. Hey, it's, a mix, yo, it's a mix. His play style didn't work for Steph and Clay, so that's probably why he was fired. But it was also optics. And- yeah, I bet you if they were at 72 and 8, they would have been fine with that. Yeah, nice. they would have been perfectly fine with that. There's a difference. Yeah, like, oh, we had a working relationship. Like, we're getting there. <laughs> we just, just got to meet each other in the middle. <laughs> we're getting there. Yeah, I, I swear. So. Was he like feeding uh, Steph like paper ankles? Like, is it. it 
Seth's <laughs> ankles was just weak. The, the epitome of weak for the first seven years of his career. Why is that? The and that has ball? nothing to do with him. That's what? definitely the training staff. That got yeah. Nah, it's because Steph was with Nike. Nike. Talk to Steph. Steph about was that. with Nike. And them shits was destroying his ankle. He went <laughs> to Under Armour. Got them Jennings. Them took big Steph's ass. life, bro. Brandon Jennings took his soul, bro. He's like Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. So get over here. <laughs> Remember, Steph's ankles Steph being got so them, weak, bro. Then Steph got them big ass ankle braces and shit like that, and he's been fine ever since. That tells you the kicks the make a difference, yo. The kicks make a difference. Fuck I don't even sneakers. mow the lawn in them shoes, Rashawn. I mean, got wrestling boots on and shit. <laughs> he's out here walking in like Stone Cold Steve Austin in games. <laughs> Draymond sitting on the sideline like, tag me in, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, speaking of Draymond, yo, how bad is that Warriors team looking ever since KD left? That shit looks like did you see that? He just threw the ball right back at Steph. Like he didn't know what basketball was. He forgot. Like (laughs) after that whole incident happened with Kevin Durant, they told him never fucking dribble the ball at the end of a game again. (laughs) He took that shit to heart. That's why he threw a half court shot up last time he touched that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, it's it's I mean it's they, going bad and going they straight. hurt him without clay. It tells you how crazy that offense changes when you have two shooters like that on the team. Just mm-hmm. how bad team. Kelly Oubre and Andrew Wiggins are. Yeah. Andrew Wiggins is not actually as bad. That he's been a lot trash, better. Bro. He's getting like 20 a game. No, nah, he's, he's trash. Like 20. He's been a lot an better. Tw- an but, empty 20. Bro, the hype around. Y'all be giving St- Steph be going like seven for 38. People don't say shit, but as soon as he hits a little 10 three game, Mook, what year was he drafted? Uh, like 2013. Remember 2014. when his ass came into the league? Drake was yeah. behind him and shit. Right. He got the Drake curse. <laughs> he yeah, the he Drake also curse. Him but and Drake gets everybody cursed. Drake is the single Johnny is the reason Manziel why Kentucky too. Johnny Manziel was, on- was not undefeated. Drake was the single reason. Drake ain't yeah, won a Drake. Kentucky shirt the whole year. He <laughs> shows up to the final four in a Drake shirt in a, in a Kentucky and was shirt. in the layup lines, right? Yeah, fucking national championship. Drake is like the human version of the, the ball from Space Jam. Literally. Drake is like, like the Kardashian family of sports. Yo, that's what I'm saying. Shit comes full circle, bro. That's what I'm talking Drake is about. Drake's sports Luke. team is what the Kardashians are to black men. Yes. <laughs> The only person that survived the Kardashian curse was James Harden. James Harden is the only person that got better during the curse. Yeah, that's a fact. OBJ. Oh, well, where's OBJ getting, right now? OBJ keeps getting hurt, bro. He might be cursed. He's cursed. That's, that's a damn shame. Yeah, he did lose a fight to Annette on the sideline. That shit clocked him. Nah, I mean, <laughs> Travis, Travis, Travis is out here doing this thing, though. Yeah, but that's a Jenner. That's a little different. The curse, I don't know if the curse goes down to the Jenners. Yeah, because it might just oh, be a Kardashian a fact, thing. That's a fact. Tiger, yeah. Tiger grew his hair back. Lamar Odom relapsed like three times. Damn, yo. <laughs> Tiger got caught. Yo, Lamar, Lamar Odom's fight is somebody, yo. He's doing professional um, boxing. Aaron Carter. <laughs> the singer, Aaron Carter? Yes. yes. So get the fuck he out is of fighting here. Aaron Carter. They're fighting celebrity boxing match. You got I don't know how me. the fuck that. Lamar Odom? Yes. Is he like 6'10? Six, six, yeah. Aaron Carter's about to get the business, bro. Bro, that reach, I'm not stepping yo. into a ring with a crackhead. I'm sorry. Aaron Carter is a crackhead, too. Oh, that's true. 
that is yeah, true. They're I both, forgot about I that. guess this is both their rehabilitation. It says like their rehabilitation and whatever like that. They probably planned this. So, <laughs> what did you say? They said it was supposed to be like a rehabilitation film. I was like, all right. I don't know where they found Aaron Carter, to be completely honest. Coke boys, <laughs> baby. Trying to revive his shit. Yo, whose ad lib was that? Coke boys, baby. French Montana. French Montana. Yeah, that's what that is. French, French Montana is another person that got Kardashian girls. <laughs> oh, yeah. <very laughs> French true. Montana's been ass ever since. Damn shame what they be doing. Mac and cheese mixtapes haven't been hitting like that. Damn. Miles Austin. Reggie Miles Bush. Austin disappeared yeah, he, into yeah, nothingness. Like a missing person. Chris Humphreys. And Reggie I mean, Bush we, married we a Kim Kardashian lookalike. Reggie Bush was supposed to be that guy coming out of college. Then he found a Kardashian. Shit no, like, no, I think that's honestly, I think that's what fucked him up, though. Reggie? No, that's what fuck. That's what fucked Reggie up because Reggie got a. He's married to like a Kim lookalike now. Ray J's out here making songs about the Kardashians. Ray J's actually doing really well, bro. I'm trying to tell you, in glasses. Ray J's out here like I feel like yeah, he got, unbreakable. Nah, he he got he <laughs> Break he, him. he got he got in, he got in Kanye's head, bro. More than Drake did. Drake was in Kanye's head crazy. Uh, did I care? Had to send Pusha T to handle his business. That would be crazy. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. That would be actually yo, hold on. No, 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 no. That would be crazy. D D D D. That would be crazy if Kim and Drake got together, bro. That would be oh, that shit already happened, bro. Yeah, but we know that. But like, really? imagine I didn't officially. Know that. Imagine Bro, it it officially so happening. No, I knew the game got with it when the game said he was. So you think the have lyrics game? about it crept to the what is it? Yeah. Um, no, I thought that was like him like saying like, "Yo, I can catch you anytime" because like we live uh, right down the street. Sicko mode, Kareem. You talking about yeah. sicko mode? Yeah. Cut the <laughs> lights. Yeah, it's made on her right. Yeah, it's on site. It's and on site. Like and that's their houses are like right down the street. From that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So I thought yeah. that's what he meant. Like, yo, like it can be on site anytime for you. I didn't know he smashed though. That's crazy. I, I I don't know myself, but I just think Kanye wouldn't react so emotionally if he hadn't. So also, here's a rumor, right? So remember when the whole Drake Kanye beef happened? Remember on what's it called on LeBron's podcast? Oh no, LeBron's um. Barbershop talk when he had Drake on it. And Drake said that the album was finished until the whole Pusha T um, beef happened. And then he said, that's when I went back and wrote like three songs for the album. One of those songs being In My Feelings. Mm-hmm. And obviously the first bar is Kiki, Do You Love Me? Which is Kim's nickname. <laughs> yeah. And we just failed again. We mentioned LeBron. We were so close, guys. Oh, shit. I we were so close. Fuck. We were so close. Oh, damn it, I think he got mentioned when we were naming the All-Stars. So, yeah. Okay, that, yeah, that's yeah, true. God damn, that, okay. that was all you. We didn't fail that Son bad. Of a bitch. Yeah. We so I mean, close. technically speaking, it wasn't like we were actually talking about LeBron. We were just talking yeah. about the fact that he facilitated Drake opening up to talking about his beef with uh, Kanye. And also, you know, how I, was, I went back and I listened to them all episodes, right? And I remember me and Mook was having a conversation about Pusha T and Drake. And Mook was like, who won the battle? Scorpion sold more records. Yeah, they did. Daytona won a Grammy, nigga. Come on now. Ooh. We've already had this conversation about how Ooh. I don't respect Grammy the Grammys. Now. Come on, bro. Come on we, now. I've already told you about how I don't I'm respect saying, the Grammys. I'm just going to leave it at that, yo. You talking Mac about Lamar has more Lord. Grammys than Nas. It's all right. It's all right. That's different. Mac That's Lamar. different. Because that was clearly... That was clearly a travesty. That was clearly a travesty. But like, what was Daytona going against? Like, can we 
Keep it a buck. Definitely going against uh that was a good I think that was a good uh batch that year. I'm pretty sure one of the out one of the Grammy nominations that year was probably um what's it called? Hold on, let me see. I'm gonna look this up. Cause um what's it called? Um Nipsey's album. And the only reason why I was nominated was because he had died. That album was good though. It was a good album, but if it wasn't if he had not died, would that album probably have been nominated? This is Oscars or Grammys? Or, uh, Grammys. The, the thing with all of those music awards is that there's too much outside uh, influence. It's not just about the music. It's about what that person did outside of their music in that year. And that is kind of why we think Macklemore won. That's kind of why some people have won where they probably shouldn't have gotten the hardware. Daytona did not win a Grammy, by the way. Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy won the Grammy that year. What? Cardi B, Invasion of Privacy beat Cardi- Mac Miller's Swimming Nipsey Hussle's Victory Lap, Pusha T's Daytona, and oh, it was, it was nominated. Actual. There we go. It was nominated. Barty Gang. <laughs> nominated. He had to make sure to let us know Barty Gang. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nominated, nominated, nominated. Still. Holding it down. Pusha T will wash Drake. Still. Whoa, 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 whoa. Not in put album sales. Just, just wait, D. Wait until Certif- Certified Lover Boy comes out, bro. You think Pusha T's going to lose to somebody whose album is called Certified Lover Boy? hundred percent. I watched fucking um, Pusha T's no doubt his uh, ten essentials, and he was talking about his skincare routine. And I was like, "Yo, Drake is not losing a battle to this man." Drake gets his <laughs> body done in DR. What are you talking about? <laughs> he was he was like, "Yeah, I get my Alvino body, my Alvino face scrub." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah Drake go Drake down to DR. Drake go down to the man. DR, get his BBL, and then go to the gym to try to take a picture, make it look like he was just working out there." I guess it works for him, but he's not the one. He's not the one out here talking about him pushing weight and naming his kid Pyrex. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, fellas, man, listeners, thanks for listening to another episode. You know, if you can download, subscribe, share, whatever. We would love that. Appreciate that. It means a lot. You can find us at Off the Rip Podcast on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter at Off the Rip Something. I'll figure that out. It'll be in the bio. Uh, we are doing bigger and better things coming soon. Look out for the new logos. Look out for the new merch. We're rolling that out. Yeah, let, me, let me shout this out right now. All right. So right now on our social media, our Instagram, we are at 35 followers. By the time we get to 100 followers, we will enter everybody into a raffle and we'll pick somebody out to we haven't decided what the merch is going to be but we're going to get you something okay so we're going to hook you up we're going to please you out please tell your friends to follow us take a listen comment on our social media give us all kinds of feedback everything you want to say good bad whatever the case may be if you like it if you don't like it we want to hear from you guys to hear that what we need to do better as a group or individually that um, hopefully, you know, we can make this as good as possible for you guys, for the listeners. Because at the end of the day, without you guys, you know. We ain't not, shit. Exactly. We ain't shit. <laughs> Absolutely. episode of Off The Rip.